Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Got in late last night. We had such a great time in Dodge City, Kansas, celebrating 40th anniversary of their ministry, 40th anniversary of the church there in Dodge City. We had so much fun, and we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. So we're so excited to announce our brand new book, End Times Made Easy. It's interesting that, you know, uh, so much end time preaching has so much doom and gloom about it, but it's amazing for the Christian, there is no, uh, no bad news. Uh, wouldn't it would be sad that the Lord is presented to everyone as it being scary and bad? No, he said, I'm coming back and my reward is with me. So grab this at uh, josephmorris.com. Came out a little bit early. That big release is in June, and that'll be all over at different outlets. But now you can get it through us before then uh, from josephmorris.com. So we appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you getting the book out. We want the message to get out that Jesus is coming. And we all know that you can sense that so much. Uh, how close we are. So at the end of today's update, we look at all these things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the different things that show us that we're right at the rapture of the church. I mean, the second coming has so many signs and the rapture is signless because the rapture was a mystery and the church age was a mystery. So the church is so segmented out. But boy, when you see the, the setup for the second coming, and the setup for the tribulation, I think events are happening more and more each day about Matthew 24, about pandemics, about nations rising against nation, and birth pains. I mean, we talk about contractions, but you know, when a woman goes into labor, she doesn't brag on the contractions. She goes, wow, the baby's coming. So we focus on what's coming. That is the kingdom of God. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. And really, probably number one, we'll start with the Ukraine. Man, Russia continues to just fire missiles and rockets into the Ukraine. Uh, just uh, bizarre, hitting so many civilian places. It is intriguing to, to see worldwide condemnation of them. It seems like it's freaking Russia out that they're actually looking bad. Well, the, the thought of indiscriminately killing uh, children and, and women and non-soldiers is absolutely ballistically crazy. And uh, so it is intriguing to see the verbiage that's come out this week, man. Russia came out saying, I said to you last week, remember about the hypersonic missile? They said they had it pointed at London. By August, they'll have it set up to be pointed at London, that it could make it there in just a few seconds because it's 9,000 miles per hour. Well, this week, they put out a whole brand new uh, uh, poster showing the intercontinental ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads, one pointed at London, one pointed at Berlin, one pointed at Paris. So what a weird thought pattern to publicly announce that. I know it's propaganda or a scare tactic, but it's just crazy in this day and age that nations could be that twisted mentally to present that as normal. That's not normal. So you, man, you had NATO this week literally having some underground meetings with the United States talking about getting ready to counter this by July or August. Now, I don't know what that means, but uh, it sounded like they're wanting to go to war to stop Russia. So uh, Russia is going to continue on. It's it's a, a interesting to see what's getting ready to happen, man, specifically with them and Israel. Listen to some of the stuff that happened with Israel. Uh, I cannot believe Russia's foreign minister said that Israel is basically on the side of neo-Nazis, calling the Ukraine neo-Nazis, and then came out and said that, that Hitler was part Jew. So there's this massive rift publicly between Israel and Russia. And this is what several media outlets said. This is secular, secular, secular media outlets in Europe and in Asia said, Russia is pointed toward Israel now. 
And there's a, a confrontation coming between Russia and Israel. And I'm like, wow, they have no idea that that's in the Bible. And they have no idea that's just what we talk about every single week when we come to you is the Ezekiel 38 war. So, man, absolutely stunning to see that. You had the EU this week try to basically restart talks with the Iranian nuclear deal because people are realizing there's no oversight for what they're doing with the centrifuges. And Iran's basically going as fast as they can. I was intrigued how there was not one nation that talked about Iran uh, shuffling missiles down to the border of Israel, Israel having to physically take them out. Now, if Israel was shuffling missiles up toward Iran and saying publicly that they want to annihilate Iran, the United Nations would be having meetings. They'd be going crazy. So the 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 so the weird thought pattern to be anti-Israel is completely intriguing. It's just uh, it's it's almost so blatant that it's ridiculous. So anyway, so now that you have Hamas uh, basically claiming responsibility for all the terrorist activities up in Ariel. And then Hamas came out with another documentation pushing all of Hamas to start wars with Israel. And then you had the Temple Mount, the Temple Mount coming into play this week. This was probably the biggest thing that caught my attention uh, uh, of the accuracy of the timing of it. You had the Biden administration come out and say that Israel has no right to the Temple Mount and they should not be able to have any kind of prayer or worship up there at all. And then you had the Palestinians look like they were breaking rocks up, distributing stones all over the Temple Mount, just like ISIS did in Palmyra, where the Tower of Babel was, where they were destroying all these antiquities. So you've got all these little things that point to the big thing, and that is Jesus is just about to come back. Why do we focus on some of those things? It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. When we see the setup for what's going to happen after we leave, it should tell us to pick up the pace, to hustle, just like in a football game when your two-minute warning's there right in front of you. You hustle. You don't slow down. And specifically, the quarterback looking at a play clock. I mean, tell a quarterback not to look at the play clock at the end of the game. He he has to to judge uh, his urgency. And the church has to get that mentality because we're watching uh, time click down. Remember I've said this, when Jesus walked into towns, uh, demons begin to crowd instantly going, hey, you, have you come to torment us before the time? They were instant submission. But even they knew that Jesus was early. He had a schedule and they knew of the timing. So if demons can know the timing, how much more the church? Well, uh, thank God we can tell how close we are because Jesus is just about to come. And then you get into all the signs and the signs are there not to scare us, but they're to make it so blatantly clear that the Lord is coming so we make changes in our lives. You'd want to be uh, excited and happy and sweeter and kinder right before the coming of the Lord. So let's go to the scriptures. What's the, what's the word say? Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Uh, Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. Then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. Uh, you have the Temple Mount Institute that's in position. Gosh, I saw some reports of the third temple, some drawings of it in secular uh, papers today. And I'm like, what in the world? So just exciting. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have all these things uh, set up for the coming of the Lord. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was a couple of months ago on the Day of Atonement. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the temple filled up with water. You had Rabbi Isaac Kaduri talk about Israel being ruled by two Benjamins. You had that last year. I mean, event after event after event. You have Bishop Malachi talking about the popes that would be on the earth and the, the 114th would be there when the tribulation comes. The one we have now is the 114th. 
So you have all of this stuff. Men will be lovers themselves. I mean, that's just radical. So uh, the Bible speaks of Russia coming in to uh, attack Israel just after the rapture of the church. And Russia is totally in position with a mindset of that right now. How that could happen so quickly, you're watching it unfold right before your eyes. You have the 172 different species of predatory birds. So you've got birds in position, fish in position, Russia in position, the Temple Mount Institute in position. So what's the church doing? I hear people go, uh, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Wow. All this stuff is to show us so that we make some changes and harvest as much as we can right here before we leave. But then you go from signs to signals. We've talked about it every week. You had the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Passover is when he died for us. Tabernacles when he'll come back and tabernacle with men. Pretty amazing to have blood red moons four in a row. Uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on those dates? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. Uh, 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. Raised up a safe harbor for the Jews, the United States of America. So uh, you're, you're watching history and you're watching the heavens document this I didn't even get into all this. You had an earthquake in Israel uh, this last week. You had uh, so many things even in the heavens happening naturally bizarre. You had Hong Kong had the coldest day that they've had re recorded since 1917. Happened yesterday. So you've got nature getting ready. You've got asteroids coming. Wormwood coming in 2029. You had the Bethlehem Star this last year. First time in 2,000 years. That's remarkable. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. So we're watching the heavens show forth the glory of God. Uh, that the planets would be for signals for us and be for signs for us, and nation after nation doing exactly what the Bible said they would do just before the coming of the Lord. How exciting. What, it's just like the night before you get married. You're super excited. We're about to see Jesus. Think about it. We worship Him. We honor Him. You're about to see the King face to face. Eyes as a flame of fire, feet like unto fine brass, voice of many waters. Wow. Man, how cool to be the generation that the Lord's coming back. So what do we do? Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Be engaged. Be Don't fit church into your life. It is your life. This is the most important thing that will ever happen to us. We're about to see the king. We're about to be evacuated. Now, it's not to escape the tribulation. It's because we're not supposed to be here during the tribulation. If you look at dispensation, God owes them seven years of old covenant time, and it's a time of Jacob's trouble, Israel's trouble, not the church. So, man, what a setup to watch. Everything, just like Jesus, is going to present himself to his brethren, just like Joseph did at the very end. Wow, wow, the king's coming back. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll come back and see See what happens with literally I'm looking for more stuff with Iran and with the centrifuges we'll see what happens with the EU we'll see what happens with Russia uh, the king's about to come back have a blessed awesome week we'll see you next Wednesday thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update if you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts if these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Moore's Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to